very well. Standing around to kiss and tell between us two. At Dots, an ordinary pretzel just isn't enough. So they add savory seasoning and tempting buttery flavor into every delicious twist. Now that's enough to make you order a special delivery. That seems like a lot. They're really good. Dots, sensationally seasoned pretzels. What up? All rights reserved. All rights reserved. What's up, y'all? It's supposed to be the interview with Brother Shafiq Hussein. Hopefully, see, I don't want to hear that in the background. I don't hear that. Um, we're just gonna give it a few minutes. I guess I could play some music, but then they they, they be so hardcore on copyright and all that. Yeah, they're really strict about that right now, you know. So I don't want to disturb any everything is for educational and entertainment purposes, of course, but you know, you know, there's a big thing going on about these publishing wars and things like that. So I don't want to invade anybody's whatever. Anyways, what up? How y'all week been? Yesterday was Good Friday for those of that belief system and Tomorrow's Easter, official holiday. It's like one of the few religious holidays that are considered um, official, right? A lot of businesses are closed, not just because it's Sunday, but because it's Easter. But, you know, when people tend to go to church, even if they don't go to church any other day of the year, they go to church on that day. So a lot of people do. It's just a special day. And then they always have big dinners or you get invited to somebody's house and you eat dinner. And, you know, it has a belief to religious significance. I think it's supposed to be what? When Jesus rose on the third day in the Christian belief system and Catholic belief system. And I think it means other stuff to other people, 
you know the reason? Do you know, do you know the reason why it's all it's about rabbits and eggs? <laughs> The rabbits and eggs. Anybody out there know about the rabbits, rabbits and eggs? Because that's what a lot of Germans would eat. So they formed the the um the holiday part of it out of that. Are you saying that they ate rabbit and eggs on Sunday of that particular holiday? Yeah, but also it's because without that, the Ger the Christian Germans probably wouldn't have survived if they didn't have uh, rabbits, chickens, and rabbits. Chickens and rabbits. Wow. Okay, and also they always say that rabbits symbolize fertility, right? Like springtime and when things tend to grow and expand. Let's see what's up with Brother Shafiq Hussein. Let me try to reach him. But this is what what's up. So let's um let's see. I'm gonna play some I'm gonna play some of his music, some of my favorite music of Shafiq Hussein's. Let's see. He's from a group called Sara. Is anybody familiar with Sara? Like there's this whole soul movement in Los Angeles. It's been around for a bit. I would consider myself a part of that, but they probably weren't aware of it. Only because I started like having children right when they all kind of congealed together with um, uh, Brother Ross G. He was a good friend of mine and we were going to do some music together, but I got pregnant. And we moved to Louisiana. So I missed the whole movement of everybody. Everybody blew up too. I'm so proud of everybody. But I was a part of that. Way in the beginning. Like at the at the root of it, you know, because Ross G built his chops at my club. I had a club called The Black Hand Side. And he was a dear friend too. He was at my baby shower for my first child. And we're all a little group and circle of artists, you know. Uh loving the Jay Dilla sound, you know, cause that was my, our club, the black hand side had that music and Ross G was the master spinner of that particular style. I had four DJs and they played four different types of music. They, I had like samba salsa type of music. I had, we had old school hip hop, like whatever variety people wanted to play, but Ross G stays steady with the Dilla sound vibration, you know, he played all kinds of groups like Common, uh, but they were all Dilla, um, Tribe Called Quest. Oh my God, it was just the loveliest vibe at the club. So it was dear, it was very dear. You know, I've hung out at the crib with the girlfriend, wife. Um, you know, it's just, it's just deep. When I had moved back this way, my enthusiasm about moving back this way was because of the fact that I wanted to go re, you know, vibing with all the homies from the crew. It was, it was Georgia and Muldrow, shout out. Um, Malaika, I think she has another name. Um, I believe it's Eagle Nebula, I believe. Shout out Eagle Nebula. She's super dope. I've heard her music. She's really, we used to hang out way back in the day. You know what I mean? Um, my kids will tell you. Uh, and Ross G and Diabolic, but I think his name is DiBiase now. And um, who else? It was, a, it was a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Um, they have different names. Breezy Lovejoy was a part of that. He's known by the name um, 
Oh my God, he signed a Dr. Dre. What is his name? And he drums and he's amazing. What is his name? Come on, somebody in the comments chat. What was the name of that? Right, hold on, let me look it up. Breezy Love Joy. Anderson Pock. Yeah, he's known as Anderson Pock now. Okay. Anderson Pock. Y'all yeah, have heard of him. He's really dope. He does music with um what's dude's name? Bruce. Not Bruce. Why do I want to say his name is Bruce? What's that guy that sings party time? Get on up, everybody. What do you just watch? What's his name? I sound like an old lady now. Where's my phone? I need to reach out to the brother. He's not here. And I didn't know where he is. You see my phone? Can you please pass me my phone? Thank you. How's everybody out there? It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Or hear you. <laughs> Thank you. Shafiq Hussein, we're looking for you. Let's see. I don't know if the time. Uh, let's see. Can I call him? Let's see. I can't call him. We are live right now. Try to reach him. You know, that's the thing about live uh, internet, live TV or whatever you call it. Nothing's perfect, okay? And you got to just go with the flow. Peace. Hello? 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 Hey, peace. Uh, oh, my goodness. I sent you a greetings. Hold on. What's up? I sent you a, uh, this lighting is not good right here on here. Um, if you sit, click on the link. Hey, y'all, he's live on here. <laughs> Let's see. But if you click on that link, it'll send you into StreamYard. And then we could see you on that screen. We're live on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. And yeah, oh, my lighting is bad on here. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad to see you. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, would you do me that favor? Would you click into the, to the link? If you have any problems, let me know, okay? Yes. Are we hanging up? No, we're hanging up on here. Look at that, Shafiq Hussein, y'all. Go to YouTube Live, everybody. We're live. Go over there. Go, go, go. All right, y'all. All right, peace. My lighting is terrible. Okay, but y'all saw that was the brother. I'm so excited. I cannot. My lighting, I look green though. Oh my God, I need help. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk to Brother Shafiq. I should have told him to check his email. Check your email. Check your email. Or, you know what? Or go to YouTube 
and click on our interview and click the link. Okay, I'm gonna put the link on here. Oh, come on, computer, here we go. Hey, that's part of it, man. That's part of the game, man. Can't be a chicken. You can't you can't be feel defeated. You can't do that. All right, that's the link, brother Shafiq. Okay. If you come over to YouTube or if you check your email, see a lot of us old school. We won't be having all that until it's time to have it or to need to have it. <laughs> you know? Because usually you would interview people face to face, but since we've been using this new technology, you know, some of us are still got my lighting. Oh my gosh. Um, it is what it is, man. I gotta try to make it better though. It makes me look green. Oh yeah, this. You can't keep straight hair in, 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 uh, on the West Coast. It's going to get, it's going to get, uh, what's the word? Um, puffy. It's going to get big because of the mist from the ocean and or the dry desert heat, depending on what part of the West you live in. And, oh, my God, he was there. Come over here. Come to YouTube Live. Anyways, is anybody out there doing anything special? Anybody doing anything special for tomorrow? I'm texting. I don't know what to say. I guess I could play some more music, right? Let's do that. And we'll hopefully, here's one of my favorites by Brother Shafiq Hussein. And I love Bilal as well. So I'm gonna play some, some Bilal and I'm gonna play some, hopefully some Erica Badu and what else? Um, hold up. Let me put it on the screen. Prayerfully, the brother will get the link. Link, and we'll take it from there. Do it every night. Be up out of this place. We go all over the country. We can take it to Europe. Yeah. Even more yeah. Africa. Ain't up in Africa. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. I ain't trying to leave my old lady. <laughs> it's a lot of your old ladies around the country. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but Hi, so we're ready for colors. Where? Your name is Gwen. Can y'all hear that? Let me know. I have your C O L O U R S. Cool outrageous lovers of uniquely raw style. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the cool outrageous lovers of uniquely raw style. Don't stop, baby. Don't stop, baby. Don't stop, baby. Don't stop.
Alright, alright. Don't stop me. Like alright, that's one of my all time. Interview. I hit you. I hit you right back. Peace. All right. Greetings. Greetings. How are you? I am. You know what? I'm very, very happy and excited. I'm just tired, but I'm so happy and excited. Thank you. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you for having me. Do you remember ever in life meeting me? Yes, yes. I, I, your face is so familiar from Lamarck Park. Yes. Yes, that's where I remember yes. you from. Yes, I have studied with lots of different people and mm -hmm. learned many different amazing plus lessons about life that have contributed to the music as you as well. And that's why I was so excited about talking to you because, you know, your music is just uh, the greatest mantras. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Uh, I have worked with uh, children with autism. I'm a teacher by trade. Uh, and playing your music has been tremendously helpful in the development a lot of a lot of the children's communication skills. Right. Oh wow. So, yeah. So give thanks on that. Um so I'm very aware of oh my god, I need my glasses. I am really an old lady. Son, I need you to find a little case. Please look around. Glasses, son. So uh, I always embarrass one of my artist friends by bringing out their whole government name and where they from and all that, uh, just to put the human to it. Uh, Can I smoke? Man, duh. I would. I'm just in a hotel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for doing that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so anyways, oh, my gosh, guys and girls, men and women, it has you from all over the place, similar to my background, too. I wanted to talk to you about some similarities in our life, too. So is it pronounced Stefan or Stefan? What's about my birth name? Yes. Oh, Stefan. Stefan. You from the Midwest? Born in Cleveland, Ohio. That is awesome. There are so many musicians that have come out of Cleveland. What do you think that's about? Ohio is funky. And have some of the most beautiful people in the world, too. Yeah, some real dope people. Yeah, yeah. Like Jane Kennedy, um, isn't she from Cleveland? Mm -hmm. um, Speed Walton, my current music comrades. Um, uh, Ron Avant from the Free Nationals. He's from Ohio. I didn't uh, know that. Uh, Duran, um, uh, Bernard Duran. He's from um, well, Badu's background singer. He just did uh, Tiny Desk. He's from Ohio. Awesome. I mean, so of course, you know, just all of the legends, you know. So many, so many. And, but you also grew up in Oakland too, right? 
So I came to, I, yeah, I did some growing up in Oakland too. My, I got, I came to California because of my, my mother married uh, my stepfather who was in the Air Force. And so I, I, we actually lived in, we were in Sacramento. We used to live in, in a, um, on, the, on the Air Force base. Wow. So, Okay. Then, cool, we, then we moved to Oakland. Then we lived. I mean, I think I lived in pretty much every city because of the, because of the Air, Air Force. You know, we lived all over um, California. What do they call but them? Like we, Army brats or something? Hmm? Army brats, something like that. All the I know it was the Air Force, but I thought that was the general. Term. Right, 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 right. Military brat. Yes. Yeah, military brat. Uh, no, so I was, you lived. No, no. I was in the military, right? No. Okay. <laughs> you live in Chicago too? No. I li I lived in New York. I lived in the Bronx. I lived in Harlem. Oh my God! Yeah. I've always thought that I'd love to live in Harlem. Yeah. That's so romantic. I used to live on 143rd, 310 Compton Avenue, apartment 6B, right Did across the street. Hmm? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I lived, I lived in Sugar Hill, the infant the, from the, the the movie Sugar Hill. Yes, um, we lived in that neighborhood, and um, and then you see it in paid in full. Yes, like when they like by Willie Burgers and all of that, hundred forty fifth and Saint Nick and all of that. Yeah, I'm sure you had a gang of inspiration from just walking the streets daily. Didn't you just feel like you were in a Spike Lee movie? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God! You know who used to, you know who, so you you know who we used to see all the time. Um, so, um, in my apartment, I used to live with uh, T.R. Love from Ultra Magnetic and and and, and um, Omas Keith. From, yes. That's part of Star Rock. Shout out. So in our neighborhood, we used to see uh, uh, what's his name, Keith David. You know that that um. And he and he would he'd be walking around Harlem to sing up and down the block singing singing like um opera. Almost wow. like on some old um Roy Orbison type um type demonstration. Wow. wow. And then and then we used to see Gil Scott Haran, um uh, rest in peace. We used to see him all the time. I was with TR Love one. No, I was with um I was with Omas and I said, I think that's Gil Scott. He was like <laughs> hey Gil, I was like, hey Gil, he looked back, you know, and I was like, I told you. We said, we love you, man. He was all, you know, grumpy, but nonetheless. <laughs> oh my God, what years are we talking? When was this? This is, uh, this is like 90, 94, 95, five ish. You know? Wow. Yeah. You know, I had Gia Scott Heron on the show, she did some poetry for us. Oh, who, who? His daughter, Gia. Oh, Gia, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did a show with her. We did a um we did the Gil Scott uh, tribute at um um Grand Plaza. Some, some yeah. you remember that about 10 years ago, something like that. Yes. Uh some of the most incredible performing. Oh, just beautiful. I was just talking before you clicked in about how uh, you know, that is the unnamed but true uh soul music from LA like you guys there's all of y'all there's everybody let me just name some people so many 
I had notes and I can't see. That's what's going on here. Um, I got Noni Lamar, of course, Omas yeah. Keith, Jametta Rose, Jametta. Jametta. Um, Robert Glasper. I'm just going to snatch him. I don't care. He's awesome. Uh, <laughs> to name so many, though, uh, Ice T. Did y'all know he worked with Ice T, y'all? Thundercat, yeah. uh, Flying Lotus. I love them. I would love, it's a dream. I would love to work with them also. They're really amazing. Um, I love playing that do-rag video in class. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that is so funny. And it's so clever. That's my type of humor, though. That's my type and, of humor. And, and, and it's authentically him. Oh, my God. I oh can believe God. that. That's yeah. what makes yeah. it funny. His uh, mom and dad live in Lamar Park. Really? I thought they lived more. I didn't know that. I thought, yeah, South yeah. Central. I heard South Central. That's good. Yeah, they, I'm surprised. Yeah, they they were over in the like the Adams um, Adams district and stuff. But oh. they um, but they in Lamar they in Lamar. Mm, like dang, they lived in the Marvin Gaye area. Right, right down the street. Yeah, that's a lot of musicians used to live in that neighborhood. Yeah. So, Dove Society, are you still? Y'all, what's happening? It's coming. <laughs> okay. I'm, let me see. Can I can I share? Would you like to? Are you kidding me? Did let he really? Share, share. Oh my god! I'm so excited. Soul music, y'all. So for those who are, while he's setting up, Dove Society is just, how do I explain Dove Society? How do you explain Dove Society? <laughs> gonna play something. That's how you gonna do that. All right. So let's go. Oh. Let's see. This is what's going on. Everybody keeps asking. It's real. Hold on. It's real. This is the album. Holy schmoly. These are the 14 records. Uh, Magi's Love featuring Sharice uh, Rhodes, Little Miss Petty, featuring Thurs, LSB, Speed Walton, August Rose, No No Particulars, Sid the Kid. Uh, we got uh, Anderson Pack on his album. We got yeah. Coltrane. Oh, no, there's some joints on there. Wow. You know, uh, shout out Anderson Pack. I used to know the brother back in the day in the Breezy Lovejoy days. It's that real. I seen y'all around. I used to, we used to hang around some of the same people. <laughs> um, it's just I love the audio. What is that? I lost the audio. I can't hear you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Maybe unmute yourself. Can you guys hear us out there? 
I don't know what to say. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Here, say potato in the chat. Hey, if y'all can hear us, say potato. Type potato in the chat, please. Uh, oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear up? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. What's going on? Come on, audience. Give me some feedback. Let us know you can hear us. I don't know what just happened. Oh, no. Potato. Hey. Okay, somebody can hear just opened up. No. Can y'all hear Shafiq? Put uh put uh Shafiq in the in the comment if y'all can hear Shafiq, brother Shafiq talking. Hold on. And hello to both of you. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you. Peace. She can hear us. Thanks, K Manifest. Thank you. That's Kojo. What up, brother Kojo? All right. Support out there. Support y'all peoples. That's right. So can we hear something? I think when I opened up iTunes, it just overrode the audio for some reason. Can I can I log out and log back in? Of course. Let me log out and log back in. Okay. That's fine. It happens, y'all. When we're doing live, you never know what's going to happen. So. You got to be patient. I'm such a, I'm his, his, I'm going to play some of his music. Well, hopefully he's going to play some of his music, but you guys can see where to get it. It's so gold, right? And Peyton too. And it's just very soothing, relaxing music. It's music, like if you're sitting in the bath, you know, you would want to relax too, or if you're doing like stretching or re trying to rest, or if you're putting a child to bed, or if you have a, a, a classroom setting, it's calming, it's calm music. It's, they might put it in a jazzy kind of category. Uh, I, his Their music is so complex. Like just playing that song with Kanye and Fonsworth Bentley, that was Sarah and that was like one style but they have other styles. You know what? Let me play something. He worked with Bilal, who is literally, I can't believe Bilal. Like my son's name is Bilal, right? This Bilal brother, I'm going to play this song. Keep that between us. Ha, <laughs> Just so you can hear the type of music. Yes, Bilal is a genius. Yes, thanks for knowing. Yes. Let me put it on the screen. Let us vibe out. Well, oops. Let me let us vibe while he's clicking back in. Hopefully, he'll click back in. Hopefully, he'll click back in. Here we go. Yeah, okay. You know, this Shades of violets in the June. 
That's my whole neighborhood. The way you smell. Yeah, I like that too. Moon shines afternoon. The same rendezvous round two. Riverbank Park. Between us two. Was that live instrumentation? Yes. Oh my gosh. So incredible. Joseph Lineberg. Oh, shout out. Yeah, that's my brethren. How many people we got in the in, in the room? Well, it says four All right. at this moment. Um but what's going to happen is when we record this, then it gets shit thrown out everywhere. Gotcha. And then we go on iHeartRadio, um, Spotify, Amazon podcast, blah, 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 everything. All of like so many. You shall see. I'm reaching. Be quiet, child. Anyways. So <laughs> um, well, how did y'all, I know this, I don't know how many times you may have been asked this, but I am curious. How did you and Bilal connect? Like, he's one of my all-time favorite contemporary singers. Uh, we met. I met Bilal working with Sarah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I'm actually down the street from where where I first met him at, at uh, in in the back of uh, Taz's mom's house. Taz, um, when first Sarah first started. Taz mom's house, which is around the corner from my mom's house. I'm here now. Okay. Um, she, I mean, we had, we had a studio there in the studio on Crenshaw 54. And, okay. and then Bilal uh, was our first client at Sarah. No, Bilal was our, Bilal was our second client. Um, Farrell Munch was our first client at Sarah. Wow. No, third. Take that back. Jurassic Five <laughs> is our first client as Sarah. You know what? That question was popping up to me to see if you work with Akil and them, and you have. 
Yes. Family right there. Shout out Akil from Jurassic. Zakir, shout out. We got we both have had conversations on this show. And I really appreciate those conversations. Uh at this point, we've all been connected since for 30 years plus. So I really get yes. that. I'm so honored to be acquainted and friends with so many talented artists. Right. You right. really do become like family, even if it's extended family. No, the, the, the creative family in, in Los Angeles is is deep. It's it's, it's it's so dope. I mean and 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 out even just California, but it just in from from Lamert Park to Eagle Rock to like Long Beach, to Inglewood, to Compton, to the valleys, you know, mm -hmm. just all over the place. It's just yeah. dope. really dope. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and also that goes in with the Thundercat Flying Lotus. And for those who don't know, Thundercat and Flying Lotus are brothers. That's incredible. Very talented guys. How did you connect with them? I mean, I guess just being around in LA in the music scene, kind of really. Thundercat um, at the Sara House and Flying Lotus with kept with, used to send me beats all the time. Um, this is when MySpace was up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's MySpace was the bomb. I remember MySpace. I used to put, we all put our music on MySpace and we used to share and connect with the artists like like that. Have you worked with Janelle Monet? No. Would love to. Okay. Um Fatima. Yes. I love her voice. Yes. Little girl. Guys and girls out there, go listen to little girl. And listen to um, on on my on the loop on our way home. She's on there, and she's on um, uh, uh, May I Assume with Jametta Rose. Oh, shout out Jametta Rose too! Yeah, shout out. So you you know, based on all of the, I haven't heard your entire catalog, but I've heard a lot of your catalog, and I would say that you seem to have a certain vocal style that you seem to prefer to hear from your female vocalists would i be correct about that like it's, it's just a certain tone a certain tonation a certain style of voice um i wouldn't say i work with they have different vocal styles like you, you don't think like jametta sounds different from from like it's the timbre I'm talking about like the timber, maybe. Yeah, well. I love it. It's like instrumentation to me. That's why right. I mentioned it. I, well, no, no, they're all the same. No. Right. No, no, they're definitely not the same. But no. I definitely, but I definitely pay attention to the vocal tone that um to put on on the records for sure. Like I guess I mean it in this instance. Like, for example, I, I studied a lot of Stevie Wonder, right? And he loved to work with a certain uh, vocal style in women. Right. Uh, like he worked with all the, oh my God, why am I at a blank right now? The Denise Williams. Denise Williams, uh, Minnie Ripperton. You know what yeah. I mean? His wife. Right. right. I forget her name, sister. How can I forget her? 
I'm just excited right now. But he loved playing. Uh, uh, Serena. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he liked to work with a higher pitched certain tone or a certain timbre. Right. So, yeah, as a musician, I, I get uh, I see the musicianship even in the type of voices you've worked with is what I'm trying right. to say. No, no, I got you. No, I understand for sure. Yeah. Um, um, and even amongst them, because they all sing pretty. That's the that's yeah. what they, they yeah. all they yeah. all say pretty and sweet, but they yes. all do have their own unique, um, like you said, temperance to their to their voice for sure. Yes, it's a very lovely. Uh, I would use the word lovely. Mm -hmm. It's not lovely, like little Earth, Mother Earth. Uh, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Just expand. I know what you mean. Um, may I, I? I love. I love. I love. May I assume that that um, the way how uh, Fatima is do, doing the uh, the the responses to Jametta. Yes, they sound like little fairies. Yes, like little fairies, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yes, yeah. very earthy, very um, little angelic. Yes, yes, and I really enjoy that because, um, again, when you're lulling children to rest or you're wanting people to be in a peaceful or calm uh, environment with their music, I would say that you guys are very healing in that way. Uh -huh. When you uh, when I watched your videos, I was like, he even dressed like a like a priest of sort, like a uh, you're an alchemist. You know what I mean? And I really love and respect other fellow alchemists. Oh, thank you. And from well, for the audience out there, alchemists like you know you can change the frequency uh, energy of a room. Yeah, your with your vibrations. And it's stuff. chemistry. It's alchemy. And, and uh, you know, we, we have studied on some spiritual levels in the same circles, too, as well, brother. But I didn't know if you wanted to share any of that with the people or any of that. I'm, I'm here, whatever, whatever <laughs> you want to talk about. Well, I mean, it is Ramadan and stuff. Yeah, Ramadan Mubarak. Yes, yeah, Ramadan Mubarak, Ramadan Eid. Not yet, but um, Ramadan uh, Kareem, brother. Ramadan Kareem. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, that's deep. It's going down. Yeah. Crazy footage going on in some mosque, if that's real, going down in the masjid. Did you see that footage? Yeah, I saw that. I think that was old. That, that's, that's old footage, though. That's Is old. it? Yeah, that's old footage. So they're trying to push some, 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 some narratives. It's interesting. Mm. Interesting things going on. Yeah, you know, I keep hearing about now they're promoting people to go hurry up and buy gold coins and silver coins. Like you can buy this certain amount of ounces of gold for like $2,000 and things like that. Right. Anybody heard about that out there? Come, come on, give me something in the chat. Give me something in the chat. It, it's just multiple things. And then we're all just extra on our phones at this time. You know what I mean? As I tell my students, it's like y'all use it like your little mind, little mini brain. It's like the brain outside of your brain, like you know. Right. You could use it for good or bad. But anyways, in these times, we are gonna need this type of music more than ever. And uh, you know, I just wanted to take a moment to tell you thank you for your contribution to this earth. Thank you. All your all your uh, creativity, 
even through your own struggles and strifes to keep the dream alive. <laughs> For sure. And you're aging well. Oh, thank you. Yes, sir. Islam. Uh, I have to say that to the people. Islam. My people out there in Detroit and uh, Indianapolis. Beep, 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 and uh, LA. Um, I'm trying to, because I'm pretty sure you've been asked these things before, but it's interesting to me. I wanted to hear from you. So are, do you still, are there any Zulu Nation meetings still? Like, does that still crack off? Mm. I'm, I'm sure they are, but I'm not, the, not, the, not that I, I'm aware of. Yeah, I used to, you know how if you're into hip hop, you tend to have studied in those arenas at some point. Right. You know what I mean? And I love learning. So at one point I would go from this meeting to those meetings to this meeting or, uh, you know, studies to expand, you know, and learn more about the cultures and my culture, you know, right. and the, the uh, buzzwords as of late has really truly been about about us uh, being the indigenous people of this land. And uh, that's been really the topic of conversation in class. Even they have a studying two books. I learned even more about the background on uh, us. A lot of us realizing the indigenousness living in Louisiana. I learned that too. Like I learned so much just living in Shreveport and they're really about that Louisiana culture. So I learned that Louisiana is older than the 13 colonies, you know, and I learned that a lot of us have been here for a very long time. And just now I'm just really tapping into um, this book called Sugar Changed the World, How Sugar Changed the World, something like that. And it just says that only 4% of people from the continent came here from the slave trade, the 96% went to the Caribbean islands and to Central and South America. But that's not how they teach it in school. They teach it as if, you know, oh, everybody came here who's of this same color, came here during that trade. And I learned that's not even true. Now they did snatch a lot of people off the street and put them on plantations. If anybody's familiar with the book, 12 Years a Slave, that goes into, you know, how the brother was just chilling, minding his own business in DC eat dinner, you know, playing the violin and all this. And these two cats trick him, you know, have him go to dinner and they snatch him up, drug him and put him down in the South. And it took him 12 years to get out of that situation. That's what 12 Years of Slave is about. If anybody hadn't seen the movie, by the way. But why am I mentioning that? I'm mentioning that because learning your indigenousness is important. That's going to become an important factor in some of these things that they're presenting to us Next year, y'all, during election time. Okay, it's all connected. If I if I may. Yes. Like, so let's do something real quick. Can I share my screen again? Absolutely. Okay, you gotta uh I don't know how you did that last time. I think you clicked something. Go to present, present, oh, there you go. Okay. All right. So here's a book I think everybody should should get. They want to really know really what's up. This is a book called Time Walker. T 
Time as Seen by an American Indian. It's a two-part book. It's by Meredith Quinn. Meredith Quinn, this is in the um, Library of Congress. Um, let's just right here, see, Time, Time Warp of Dakota, part one, Time is Seen by an American Indian, the God, the Eagle and the God, and their contents are protected, copyright United States, Library of Congress. This is just to let you know where it comes from. But this book right here is very, very powerful because let's look into the table of contents. So they go into this whole thing about just from, from and this is from their, their mythos, uh, which you would call them the the Dakota or AKA the Sioux. Okay. Interesting. So now, see, they got the modern history of American Indian, the Inquisition. What would the Indians have to do with the Inquisition? Then part two, this is when it gets real good. Right here, children of time. Check your new year, the prayer of Atlantis. I wonder what the prayer of Atlantis and all of this, the right plan of attack. Let's go. Wow. So when this book is high science too. See right here, like time traveling towards Earth, black. At thirty-five million three two hundred sixty-three five hundred seventy-seven miles per second, red. That's physics. Yes. The rainbow. Right. So for any, for the ones that were saying that there was no civilization, see right here. This is ancient. This is ancient um, history or science here in America dealing with the stars. Hmm. Indeed. But hold on. Let me get to it. So like minds, listen, in these times, everybody, everyone's going to connect that needs to connect. It's just going to, you're going to, your tribe, you're going to connect to your tribe. They, they about to learn the truth right here. I'm going to let the, I'm, as he calls it, I'm going to let the little Indian boy. The sign of the beast, our ancient tablet. Table. Yeah, yeah. See, it, it goes in on all the. the hold on. Because we can get sidetracked on the whole lesson on that. I have to get to this particular part right here. See, they go into all of this eons of time, millenniums of time. Okay, second part. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. There you go. To see the visuals, everyone, you have to go to my YouTube channel, Nico Show, <laughs> for exclusive exclusive content. This is for all my, my Pan-Africanists, too, who, who try to debunk all of this stuff. Well, like I said, we're going to let the little Indian boy from the tribe himself 
tell you, according to their mythos, that was passed down from their elders on who was who. Okay, here we go. Somebody screenshot because they might try to not let this go through or something, you know. They'll be playing. Start here. Let's see what page is that. This is page 67. Okay. Let's read. The American Indian had a friend, a true friend, that they had never heard of or even knew he existed. Why? Because the existence of this friend had been completely erased from world history. Not by accident, but by a planned covert action, action which makes all world history for a period of around a thousand years in error and not correct. Mm. This unknown friend set the legal patterns for all world nations that deal with Indian tribes and nations of America. Listen closely. By establishing set rules to treaties, which could only be only be overcome by making the Indian believe he was something he was not. Mm. I'm speaking about making the Indian believe he is a citizen of a country other than his own. And this country has no provisions for him to become a citizen of this country. Let's keep going. I believe such a friend existed even when references of the lack of them gave no possibility of such an existence, only that a possible individual might show up at a later date because on March of 1972, I presented at the Church of Rome through the missions in the state of California an Indian manifesto and occupied one mission, which by proxy occupied not only the missions in Mexico, United States, but whenever secular treaties existed, the manifesto contained only eight out of a hundred articles of these treaties. Having personally studied and read over 300 Indian treaties, I knew that the United States, Canada, Mexico, North and South American countries, France, England, Spain, Denmark, Norway, never came close to the stipulations found in the secular treaties. All right, now, what are these treaties that he's talking about? Ready? Uh-huh. I knew the period of time that these nations had to exist, only there were no references that such a nation ever visited Indians, but it ruled the rest of the world for, for a period of 700 years, and this was the Moorish Empire. Ding, 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 ding. Now look, brother, hey, listen. You know, they talk about that. That's called the, the there was a thing called the, uh, oh my gosh. I can't think of the name, but it was a treaty between the Moorish family and the American government. But their argument, oh, it's called the Moroc Moroccan-American Treaty of Friendship in 1786. But they say that that was only for uh, trade and that it was mistakenly frauded and used for other things, but. Yes, but this is before that. This is, this is, look, look at the, look, let's go further. You about to see the time period and this is to start popping some, if, if anybody's into history, mm -hmm. you should start paying attention to these dates and go, hmm, to prove that no Indian had ever ever heard of no historian has yet to place his existence in his proper place i'll give you his name 
Khalifa Abdul Azagal, last king of the Moorish Empire of Spain and ruled, ruled through 1491. What's that date? 1491. Who sold, here you go, who sold his kingdom to Queen Isabella I in 1491 for $17 million. Wow. So, so, the, the, so that right there busts up that history that, that the, the Christian monarchs um, took over or conquered this, no, it was sold to them. Wow. Here you go. This reference can be found in Ripley's Believe It or Not Knife Series Pocketbook, a division of Simon and Shustice. Why is this name brought to light? Find me a treaty that covers the Pueblos and Rancheros with Spain or the Vatican and we can put this name back to sleep. Why did the United States in its studies state that Spain was subject to these Indian treaties? Everybody write that question down. Mm. The alleged discovery of the Americas by Columbus was not a treaty. Cortez signed no treaties. Outside of the Treaty of Spain, which a land purchase took place with the United States for the estate for the state of Florida, Spain has signed no treaties with Indians since 1492. So what treaties in Spain, what treaties is Spain subject to? Next, civilized recorded history contradicts itself on evidence recorded on the subject of Columbus in order to delete the name of Khalifa Abdul Azigal as the discoverer of Americas and could prove it by the treaty signed by the Indians of the Americas. Uh-oh. The treaties of, see that? Signed by the treaties. The, so King Azigal, the Moorish Empire, Moorish Emperor had a treaty in the Americas with the Indians even before it, Isabella and, and Columbus and them um, even thought about coming over here. I learned that. They do teach that in black history. Isn't that something? So for 700 years, y'all, 700 years. Now let's fast forward. The Moors ran it, ran the world. So let's fast forward. So, so you got one president, like you said, George Washington, who wrote a letter to the Sultan of Morocco, who's, who's the emperor of Morocco in, 1790, in 1789, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and thanking the emperor for allowing them to use certain parts of the land for, for trade and commerce. Now, these same wars were the ones that actually started the United States. How do we know that? Well, let's go to Abraham Lincoln. This is from, if you guys can see this, can you see this on the screen? We, we see the letter. You want me to take that off? Can you see this? What is it? It's like a little beige looking thing. Beige. Oh, no. I'd have to remove the, uh, the one that, the, the letter, the manifesto. Oh, okay. Let me remove that. Yes. All right. Okay. And then you got to click whatever on your end, and I click. Can you see that? No. You got to 
come out of like this is still on there. This is still on there. Okay, I see what's going on. So this is so deep. So, but now what do we do with that though? What do we do with now knowing a lot of us are learning this information? What do we do? So let me give you a case real quick. Let's do this. This backs up. If anybody out there watches Dane Calloway, he similarly talks about a lot of the information and shows research. And he and his wife have written books on how to trace your lineage. He shows you how in certain books and stuff. Go check out Dane Calloway over on YouTube. He has a website called I Just Want to Make You Think. And that's who Coolio brought up in our interview. We, we, you know, we did one of the last interviews and he was talking about a lot of this info. All right, can y'all see that? Lincoln's philosophy, common sense. Yes. Common sense. All right, let me expand this. Let's, this is from a book called Lincoln's Philosophy, Common Sense. This is basically an autobiography of, 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 um, of Abraham Lincoln, but it's also direct quotes and comments from him. And on this particular topic, it's dealing with this whole thing of the Constitution and the Union and the whole Dred Scott situation. Wow. Um, take into to account, I have to give you some background. This is his, this is his inauguration speech. Hmm. This is his inauguration speech. So let's go. Lincoln's philosophy, common sense. The, he says the union is much older than the Constitution. Pay attention to the union part. It was formed, in fact, by the Articles of Association in 1774. It was matured and continued in the Declaration of Independence in 1776. It was further matured in the faith of, of, of all the then 13 states, AKA the 13 colonies. There were only 12 colonies and one, and, 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 and one American group, which was us, that made up the 13 states. FYI. Oh, you saying we had our own colony? We, you'll see who 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 made who made the British colonists Americans. You know, I've always wanted to know that. I don't know Americans. I mean, yeah. If, if, if you if you was if, if someone wanted to become Chinese, who can make Chinese Chinese? Um, the Chinese. Was that right? That part right here. And so now we about you're about to see who the union is. The union has to be with one a certain group of people and another group of people. It was further mature. So he's talking about he says that it was formed in fact by the Articles of Confederation. So he's talking about the union is older than the Constitution. The con it was formed in fact by the Articles of Association in 1774. It was matured and continued in the Declaration of Independence in 1776. It was further matured in the faith of all the then 13 states expressly plighted 
and engaged that it should be perpetual by the Articles of Confederation in 1778. And finally, in 1787, one of the, the declared objects of ordaining and establishing the Constitution was to form a more perfect union. Everybody heard that? that, yeah. that first? But look what he says. But if the destruction of the union, which is older than the Constitution, see, by one or by a partly of, of the states be lawfully possible, the union is less than before. The Constitution having lost the vital element of perpetuity. Mm. What is the vital element of perpetuity? I think that means like the, the, the conscious thought of it lasting forever, right? Like the Constitution is supposed to last forever, but if the states break up, then that takes that perpetuity away. Perpetuity away. So, but guess what? The union is perpetual. But you can't, how about, let's let's make it simple. If the first brick ain't right, then the second brick ain't right. How about that? Okay, okay. Let me see. But if the destruction of the union by one or by a- See that, they talking about the, the destruction of the union. Oh, the states be lawfully possible. The union is less than before. Like, oh no, the constitution having lost the vital element of perpetuity. See, that's that thing, I, that law- it, it, it's annoying because it's it can be so vague even in its specific but but let's just use proper grammar so the subject what they're talking about is the union yeah that's what this is all about the union remember this is his inauguration speech because remember this is pre-civil war and you had states that were talking about seeding out of the United States, out of the Union. See that? I remember that really. Okay, but what does that have to do with us, though? Everything, right here. Let's run it. I have said in substance that the Dred Scott decision was in part based on assumed historical facts which were not really true, and I ought not to leave leave the subject without giving some reasons for saying this. I therefore give an instance or two, which I think, oh, my eyes, child, really sustain me. That will, that will fully sustain me. Fully, okay. Chief Justice Tansy in delivering the majority opinion. Chief Justice B. Tate. Majority opinion of the court insists at great length that See how they scratched it out? They put they, well, whoever had this book. Uh oh. They they scratch they put they inserted the word Negro right there, but it's oh more. Oh my God. But it's more. more. Wow. Were no part of the people who made and for whom was made the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution of the United States. On the contrary, Judge Curtis, in his dimension opinion dementing opinion. Dissenting opinion. Oh God. Dissenting opinion, thank you, shows that in five of the 13 states to wit, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, and North Carolina, free Moors were voters. I can't see that. Sad. And, and in proportion. In proportion. 
to their numbers had the same part in making the constitution. Uh oh. Who had? Uh oh. Chose this with so much particularity as to leave no doubt of its truth and as a sort of condition, conception. Conclusion on that point holds the following language. Ooh, the, the Constitution was ordained and established by the people of the United States through the, through the action. Action in each state of those Person. persons who were qualified by its laws to act thereof in behalf of themselves. And we have all, seen all citizens of the state and some of we have seen Moorish persons were among those qualified by law to act on the subject. These Moorish persons were not only included in the body of the people of the U.S. by whom the Constitution was ooh, ordained uh -huh. and established, but as at least five of the states, they had the power to act and and doubtlessly did act by their suffrages upon that question of its adoption. That part. And we have five states, huh? We were part at the table because we taught the Europeans. <laughs> so this is why they converted our people and tried to and, and, and tried to enslave us and put the, the term black on us. Abraham Lincoln knowing full well about this little scheme that they were devising because he already had defended somebody on on this mm. uh, by bill case deep so he stole it from us so uh black bill can you see my screen still Yes, you want me to take it down? Uh-uh, no, it's all good. Okay. How many of y'all know this information? Have you ever heard any of this type of information before? About the five states? About the Moors? About us being Moors? What other names are we known by aside from Moors? We're Moors. Cherokee, Choctaw, Wichita, uh, Seminoles, Creek, all of that. that that's what, uh, again, so what I just tied in was that Moors were converted to Indians. The term Moor changed to Indian. Hold on. Mm. 1621. Let me write that down. What's particular about that date, 1621? Six in, in sixteen twenty one, that's when they substituted the word Moors. It's in the in the, um in the Peabody um I have the book. Was it switched to black or negro? They they switched with switched it to Negro. Well, first off they switched they went from Moors to Indian. 
So okay. whenever you see Indian, that really means Moorish. Mm. So we, they look like the ones in the movie or the ones we see today because of us intermixing. That later on, that came later on. Because they look like, uh, you know, a lot of them look like what some people would call Mexican or, uh, you know, more Spanish looking than Afro. Okay, so let's do this. See this guy right here that we're looking at? Yes. We was just looking at a picture of. Oh, no, no. There's a sheet. Of, there's a, a, that newspaper article still right here. Oh. Let me remove that. Let me remove yeah. That. Okay. We build it today. I love this. We used to do this so much in the 90s, guys and girls. We used to all get together and just study and build. It was such a beautiful thing. And eat food and listen to good music. All right. You see this picture right here? Listen. Uh, the other picture is still up. The uh, article is still up. Thank you for sharing this, by the way. This is amazing and great information. All right. Do you see it now? Uh, not yet. No. Let's see. Do you think people are more receptive to this information than before? Okay. RV Bay Publications. This, so do you see this picture? Yeah. That's Montezuma. What? I've never seen that picture of Montezuma. All right. So Montezuma, when you read Montezuma in his in his conversation with um, with Cortez, he said that he said that that they were from the east. He said when we got here, we were the minority, and we soon became the majority. Then Cortez writes that Montezuma, see this dress right here? Yeah. He said um, Cortez said that. Uh, he was dressed as a Moorish king. And they could tell based on the colors? Is that how they knew? By the colors and the design. But this is in this is in Mexico City. What was look in the back back here. There's mosque and stuff in the back back here. Was that the 700s? What what uh, time era? Uh Montezuma and Cortez is uh 1500s. Ooh, let me write that down. Okay, well, you know what? If you go back, you showed that Omeg head in a space. I wanted to show show the audience that Omeg head that was shown. Um, you guys, I learned that the Omeg heads were built out of respect and honor to the people from Ghana. And they knew that they were Ghanaian because... Um, the type of gold that they found on the tip of the spears was a type of gold called guanine that you only find in Ghana. And my grandmother used to tell me that there's this particular wind 
that if you're like in Nigeria near Ghana, that blew you straight over here to Mexico or what we call Mexico today. Go boy. Yeah, you talking about this. So that that that's the the Americas 100 percent is us. When you look at all of these old see see all can y'all still see my um, screen? Yeah. Yeah. See all these these uh topography, these maps and all of that. Look yeah. who, look, look who look who look who represents America. What Let all me... of them. Who represents <sighs> America? I can just each one. Look at that. Mm -hmm. America. Us. Here you go. That's deep. America. Us. Here you go. Incredible. The Cherokees. I've never seen that picture before. This is us. All, every picture that they have depicting America is us. So how long do you think we have been over here? We've we just, always been here. So why do they be calling us African? To distract us? To steal our land? Okay, let's get this straight. So when they say Africa, okay, Africa, the term, the, 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 what they call the continent Africa wasn't called that until after the Berlin Conference in 1884. What? Let's get that straight. Africa used to be known as the whole world. Hemisphere speaking. It did not become a continent until after the Berlin Conference. And they had the cake, they split it up like a cake. Right. Now, let's go further. What they call the continent of Africa before Atlantis sank, there was one continent. Africa mm -hmm. used to be connected to the Americas. Africa, the continent, what they call the continent of Africa, used to be a part of South America. And, and what they call Europe today used to be a part of North America. And certain, yeah. part, and certain parts of North Africa used to be part of North America, too. Hmm. So how can there be an out of Africa theory when 12,500 years ago, there was no continent of Africa? Because that's when Atlantis sank. Teach. Wow. So, okay, there's this theory. You please tell me if you've heard this. So some people believe that the moon reflects the planets here. When we think of them as craters, they're really shadow of the continents and countries. Have you heard that before? The moon is from when the Pacific Ocean was created. Come on, break that down. What do you mean? The moon is a piece of the earth from the Atlantic Ocean. When but it's up there. So how? Yes. That is so deep. How? I mean, like if one asks, how is it up there if it's a part of the earth? When the um when when the earth was forming. Ah. When the earth was forming, 
And th that's why, th th and everybody check their history. What, that's how you know. What is the old, first you do your first sign. What's the oldest, what's the oldest ocean on the planet? I don't know. The Pacific Ocean. I was gonna say, but I don't wanna guess. And how do we know that? Oh man, our, our forefathers and mothers, um, we, we left. So you got the Gilgamesh epics. Oh my you, God. You, you have, um, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, you have the Upanishads, you have the, you have the Vedas, you have um, what they call the Mayan texts. Okay, that would uh, make sense. Um, they were just, and, and Time Walker, that book, they, they go into all of this. Definitely checking that out. Okay, that would make sense because if, if it was a Pangea, right? If everything was all connected, then yes, the Pacific is the one that's the furthest out next to California. That makes sense. Okay. Wow. And so there was a big earthquake and that's what split up everything? Yes. Wow. Look at this right here. I don't know if everybody can see this. Look yes. at this. This is a painting in Larco Museum in Lima, Peru. This painting depicts the Inca emperors and the subsequent European emperors of the Inca. It begins with Manco Capac, the legendary first Sapa Inca, and his sister Mama Huacu. This painting also depicts Holy, look at this, Holy Roman Emperor Charles V, who became Carlos Carlos Cinco. Wow. You know, as the as the first European emperor of the Inca. The rest were Spanish kings. These paintings can be dated circa 1800 because the last two entries are Carlos Tereco, Charles III as the 24th Inca emperor and his sons Carlos Cuatro, Charles IV, House of Bourbon on the 20, as the 25th Inca emperor. Charles IV reigned as king of Spain. See that? Mm -hmm. From 1788 to 1808. So that's letting you know that that there was a, a there was already look at it, these these are Moors. Look at all these right here. That's incredible. It's us. Now why didn't go on the show King Charles or whatever up in there as a as an emperor? Why didn't they keep it keep it Inca? Hold on, let me um let me back out of this. Really? See y'all, so what he's saying is we didn't come over here, we was already here. Okay, we didn't grow up, come on no boat. That's why our brother said we didn't come from Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us or whatever. <laughs> That's Martin what Luther King was saying it too. Really? Oh yes. wow. Wow. So they, they lied to us, everybody. They've been lying to us for a long time. And it's becoming revealed more and more. There's another one, how you know. Uh, study Walter Plecker. Walter A. Plecker and the Racial Integrity Act. Walter A. Plecker systematically in Virginia alone. And notice how they did it in Virginia because Virginia was supposed to be this, remember, remember the 1619 project? Mm -hmm. No, that's the 1619 live. Trump, Trump is telling the truth. You know, 
No, our people was already Pocahontas, Powhatan. That's us. We it's hard for us to believe that, but it is true. Yeah, I've learned it's not like, we look because we look similar to the Nigerian, the Ghanaian. That's why people get it confused as well, though, in Angola. But those, but see, here's the thing: that whole, that whole um, Jamestown thing. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. No, those, those, those ones wasn't even from Africa. They were from the, from the islands. It was twenty. It says twenty and odd Negroes mm -hmm. from from the West Indies. Yeah, not Africa. They do say the West Indies. Never thought about that. But they, it's connoted. I'm assuming it's connoted West Indies by way of Africa because they brought them. They always claim that they brought them to the West Indies and Brazil and all that. Wait a minute. Hold on. My, let me restart real quick. Hold on. Let me leave and come right back. All right. Thank you, Shafiq Hussein. This brother has been building. Oh my gosh, I I, I love building on history. I love Amer I love history. So this is such a treat. I hope you guys are enjoying us out there. Give me some feedback in the chat. This is going to be all through all the different uh, uh, audio channels, you know what I mean, where you would listen to podcasts. It's going to be in those areas. Okay. Um, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Um, we're on Twitch right now live. If you want to look, type into Miko Show. Go to Twitch, y'all. It's kind of fun. It's like for people who are gamers and stuff, but also like to listen to podcasts. So I'm on live on Twitch. Um, I'm also on Facebook right now live. If there's anybody out there on in Facebook land, you can go to Tamiko Show and boom, da -da boom, ba -da boom. I'll be right there. Uh, also, um, what it's Facebook, YouTube, Tamiko Show. Um, and let me see. You know what? I'm going to play one of my songs while we're waiting. Why not? This is by Diabolic or Bibiase, however you want to say his name. He changed his name. And this song is from that time period. Hold on. I'm going to play my song right quick. Why not? All right. It's called Flow, which is short for the term, the word philosophy. Let me see, let me see. Hold on. We're going to play this right quick. All right. This is Flow. The poem. By Watts 1965. Diabolic Beats. Planet LA. Active Music Works. Expectation causes suffering. Living life of mysteries ever break. Confusion, illusions outside the eye. Standing on your inside, so surprised. The mind becomes numb. Mentality's dumb. 
Knowledge yourself is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge yourself is the beginning of wisdom. Close your eyes, see a little clearer. Living off a perch never made you search. So more in life for a better kind of meaning than dreaming while living in a nightmare. I swear while counting next hat, shoulda, woulda becomes a deliberate venture. Substantial consequences, thinking of possibilities like survival and false realities. Slanging the ills and palms of babies. Mentally ill, public school training. Shit, we already know, but being loud, we just know. And so, so, being a stranger to yourself, how can you knock off the remnants of slave help? What makes we so notorious? Do we even know what's all the fuss? Impotently sharp and urge the trust, like undeveloped Negroes in us. Danger, danger makes hearts combust. Those who know sit back, none plus. That planetary thoughts must, must. Realigned to define time's rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rush, rush. I really love the uh, the inch, the the track itself is just so dope. You know what I mean? Nope. We are not playing Souls of Mischief at this moment. One of my all-time favorite groups of all time. I had the opportunity to interview with them. I'm so thankful. They were awesome. They're good people, good-hearted, good-spirited people. Shout out Festo and Tajay OPO. An A plus. All right. Hey, Brother Shafiq is here again. Yay, Brother Shafiq Hussein. Building on those plus plus, demonstrating brilliance and in intellect. Have you ever heard of this book called The Code by Neely Fuller? No. So basically, he's just coming from an aspect. It's a workbook, folks, uh, that just goes into acknowledging our position in this system and how to carry a code of how to communicate a code of ethics so we can move forward. I did an album called Vows and it was based off all of the philosophies from that out from that book, the workbook called The Code. Mm -hmm. Um that's it. Just I right. was trying to see if you heard of that. Mm. All right. So look, I know you worked with the sister I used to know. She babysat my daughter once, Jay Mitchell. Yes. That y'all's uh, music was tremendously butterfly. -y. That's a high compliment. <laughs> it was beautiful. Good music. Reincarnation. Right. Very beautiful. Um, where can we find? Is that out on platforms? No. Do you believe that might come out on platforms? We're trying to figure it out. I only was a fan, that's all. I right. was of that music, that style. Uh, again, she's still in that category with the other sisters. I would put her voice up in there with that that right. Earth Mother thing, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, y'all made some good music. Good, good music. Speaking of good music, y'all, did y'all know where you were assigned to good music with Kanye, right? Yes. How was that experience? I was I was fun. It was fun because you got to just be all in music mode at all times, right? Yeah, um, we were already when so we already had it. We already had a deal with with one label, 
But if we weren't exclusively science, and we actually just had a, 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 an, a an agreement with them to put out to put an album out, which became Nuclear Evolution. No, yeah, but then that, that album became Nuclear Evolution. So that was a production deal, was it? Like you guys were signed to do for producing? We were at the so we signed that deal early when we first became a group. Okay, because you're so uh, charismatic, I tend to uh, connect you as an artist as well. So I wasn't sure if it was a if you have multiple deals. Oh, you just said that you had multiple deals. Well, yeah, because the reason I say that because because Sara started off as a as a production unit first. Yes. By by, by default, we became a group because oh we we would um, people didn't know what to do with the tracks. So we started performing on the tracks, demoing the, the songs and stuff to, to like, just to give them some direction. So like I said, our first, our second client was say like, take Farrell Munch. He heard Glorious, but we already had did it as a song, as, just as a, a, a full blown, just demo though. We had no intentions on ever putting it out at that time. Interesting. And then, so he heard the beat. He was like, "I want to buy. It. I want so I want." So he bought Agent Orange, and then and he bought Glorious, and then so we went did the song. But he was like, "But who's that singing?" We was like, "That's us." He was like, "I want to keep the I want to keep y'all the chorus and what y'all did," and then so that was the first incarnation of of Sara as a group. Mm. It was really production. Interesting. It was really, but it was as a group. And then the second was Bilal when we did Hollywood. So we are we did Hollywood as a as a demo to show people what they can do with the song. And then so okay, then Bilal comes, okay, boom. And we were gonna sell it, but then Bilal's album didn't come out, that Love for Sale album. You know, so Hollywood still is officially unreleased. I'm it's still, still unreal it's still believe it or not, it's still an unreleased record all these years. It's a very popular record for for Sarah and Bilal, you know, um fans. But yeah. it never but because of yeah, but this is how Sarah became a group. You are such a soldier man. By default, we became a group out of that. You are blessed, but it's still like wow, the treachery, like the the the, the deep. It's deep. Yeah. It's tricky. Okay, can I ask you this? Why didn't Love for Sale come out? I happened to hear a few songs that were popped out on YouTube, and I fell in love with those songs. But I, I don't know all the politics, and I know it was something terrible. But I, 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 I still I still don't know. Like somebody leaked it, right? Somebody, yeah, somebody did. Some of the most greatest music I've ever heard sonically White. in my life, people. White turns to gray. That's my song. White Turns to Gray. That was my song in that album. Um, you know what else? Um, 
Sarod, yeah, I think Sa we Sarod, we had three songs in that album. What were the names? We had uh Hollywood. Okay, yeah. On there. We did uh Sweet Sorry You. Oh my god. Okay. Um, and we did um While you're thinking about it, I can't forget the, the it's one it's on the tip of my tongue. It, is, it, is it true? Is it true Bilal can do eight octaves, six octaves, something like that? Yes. Super falsetto to super okay. super super like his 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 low, his bass is amazing. Amazing. Yes. Incredible. That brother, shout out Bilal. I've never met Bilal. I've seen him in performance when he was on tour with Common back in maybe 2003, 2004, something like that, or two even, when he had dreadlocks. And at the time I slept on him, I was just, what is this? Who is that? Having strokes on stage. I didn't like his stage presence. He was like spastic. And I was like, what is all that? <laughs> And then um, I heard the stuff he did with Dr. Dre. And I was like, oh. And then I heard his album and I was just like, and that's when I heard he could do up to eight octaves. And I was like, that's some Mariah Carey style right there. That's Minnie Ripperton stuff right there. So then I, I just, and I fell in love with his song. He called, it's, I think it's called Little One. Yes. Again, because the story, if it's true. That's the song. Yeah. The story yeah. behind the song touched my heart because yeah. I, you know, specifically work with children with autism. Yes. So um that's we'll my have an autistic son too. Yeah. That's my passion. My yeah. passion is working and developing curriculum for children with autism. That's my thing. Yes. Yes. So um little one, like guys, girls, get out there and listen to Little One by Bilal. I mean, just go hear that. And I love that whole album. Yeah, that yeah. whole album was amazing. Um, some of my favorite songs on, in my catalog um, are with Bilal. What we did, we um, we did West Side Girl together. Ooh. We did. Um, oh, we did Levels. Oh yeah, I gotta yeah. play. You did Levels. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, I gotta play Levels. I'm writing this stuff down. So I have the way you smell, the way you smell. Yeah, I like that. Who comes up with the romantic stuff in these songs? Mystery of love. My story of love. My story of love. Yes. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it wrong. Yeah, my story of love. I wrote that. He says the way you smell. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Gel candlelights too. We, we wrote that together. I like that because they're making it like it's a shame to talk just sweet to each other nowadays. Well, what what, what happened was, we won't say any names, but that song, we, we had saw the ugliest, the ugliest fight between the most beautiful couple that had taken place. And Blau and I were kind of like just sitting there, like like writing. It's like two in the morning, 
about the session and then this big fight takes place between them and it was like super super awkward you know yeah. and whatever she thought was going on wasn't going on you know we just and so she thought it was you know i guess she thought it was a bunch of um um, <laughs> um women. yeah and so um but um Bilal's managers on the couch and in in the in the lounge and then Bilal and i would would kind of like working on just playing on chords then we go into this uh studio and make it happen and it's a beautiful song yeah it's amazing and uh chiba right yeah chiba chiba now that's interesting so chiba he was sick chiba he, he had flew out here to work on a free car and the first three days he got here he had got he caught the flu like so we had him isolated i was living in mount washington so we had him isolated and quarantined in one part of the house and then so he comes down to the studio because my studio was in the um in um at the lower part of the house and but he was aching that's why he's singing like that wow one of my favorites as well yep so in that session we did chiba we did lost and found with you met that night and then the next and then the, and then we and then we did uh levels and all in that that session all this incredible music wow okay so hey little tribe i wish you well 12. I'm sorry, my eyes are bad. Hey, little 12 tribe, I wish you well. That's got to be the grooviest grooving. Oh man, that that record, that record was so fun to make. Okay, what made it fun? Man, the group, everybody that was involved to everybody got in on it. Cause you got so that song is written by myself, Anderson Pack with performances with Jametta, Jay Mitchell, mm. early, early incarnation of the Free National, Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals, that's the band. Shout out. And um, and then uh, the jazz group right now, The Catalyst is the horn section. Okay. Jonah Levine, Emil Martinez, um, uh, David Otis, uh, Ronald Vaughn is on piano. No, it's a it, that's it's it's all of the homies on that record. You can hear you can hear the love in that song. Oh, I'm trying to find it right now. I don't know why they're making it difficult to find. I just played it. So what what, what I did was, if you listen real close, I spoofed um, ABC Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna check it out on the second on the second part. Okay, hold on. Twelve. Here we go, y'all. This is just so. Let's listen out, folks. This is just the first half of it is original is original chords, and then the second half, when it goes into the second half, you you 
it goes into the whole ABC Schoolhouse Rock. Don't play that version though. Oh no, okay. Uh uh. There's a remix. That, here we go. This version, where is that? Yeah, play the one from the actual album. Yes, sir. That's the one I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, just type in, oh, I see what you did. So just put in um Shafi Hussein 12. Oh. Oh, and the art is always Hey, little 12 tribes, I wish you well. You remember that 12? ABC Schoolhouse Rock. Absolutely. Immediately, I remember that song. Well, I don't remember exactly, but I remember that melody. Mm -hmm. How clever. How clever. That's why my DNA is already connected to it. And then I, you know, just cooked it up with the whole, you know, the whole 12 tribes concept, the 12 zodiacs. Which is the, the album cover, you know. So brilliant. That is so beautiful. Who did that art? Do you remember the artist? Tokyo Yamo from, from Tokyo, Japan. Is this the same one who did art maybe for Erica and also for Georgia and Muldrow? Yes. I see the same style right there. That's a beautiful thing. Shout out Erica Badu. Shout out uh Georgia and Muldrow. Yeah, he made me the blue bean. This is gorgeous. Which also goes in. He made a oh, golly indigo for real. Now people tend to think negatively about snakes. That's a cobra, isn't it? A dragon. Oh, okay. A dragon snake. Okay. Oh, in my hand. Yeah, the cobra's in my hand. And then it's the dragon. Oh, above your head. I just yeah, that which is really just kundalini energy. Woo. The snake, uh, just for people out there who don't know, snakes are protectors. They're, they're, they send a ward off evil spirits and energy. Isn't is that the science you were building on? Yeah. What'd you say, son? Yeah, but yeah, my son said that they usually pose the devil as a snake. Well, it became negative once you know when the fit when the fall when the when the fall took took place, but. They historically is everything that you were saying is on point as far as what they symbolize and what they represent. 
Word. And sonically, this song, this 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 particular song just touched me a lot. Let me hear this. That I just I okay. Y'all go listen to that when you that song when you have a chance. It's just truly a beautiful, beautiful track. Was that breezy on the drums? I'm sorry, yeah. uh, Anderson Pac. He is Anderson Pac now, y'all. Yeah, my my favorite song out of that batch with that crew, um, which so which so that what you're listening to is the first incarnation of the Dove Society. FYI, okay. dope. So Dove, the Dove Society originally started with uh, Anderson Pack, Jametta Rose. Uh, Jay Mitchell, um, Jose Rios, Ron Avant, Vicky Gwynn, which be, these are the free national members now. Um, but my one of my favorite songs with that collective is Hours Away on that same album. Hours Away. Hours Away. Check that out. It's like almost like like gospel funk, gospel delic. Here we go. Gospel Delic. That's interesting. Okay, let's check that out. Oh, they got commercials on everything. Hold on. Can y'all hear that? No. Let me grab something while you do that. Sure. Hold up. This track is just ridiculously like, listen. Oh my God, let me rewind this. Listen to this, y'all. So 
really beautiful like who, who who engineered this music like i mean it takes a very special engineer to present that style to so smooth man it's just so lovely and smooth um who uh who mixed it um garfield, uh, garfield adams oh shout out garfield he he uh mixed uh volume 10 my husband's albums Mm. Shout out Garfield. I was just emailing with Garfield today. Yeah. Garfield. Wow. Oh, because you know, the mixing makes all of those voices blend cohesively. It's not too loud. It's not beating challenging for the music. The music has its place. The vocalists all just mesh so you know, it kind of reminds me of, I think the group is called the Five Stair Steps. Uh, whoever the group was that sang Age of Aquarius. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, fifth Dimension. The Fifth Dimension. Thank you. The Fifth Dimension. Dimension. Uh, my mother and I have been listening to the Fifth Dimension quite a bit lately. And that's what I caught. I caught the uh, polishness, the smoothness of it. Now you called it gospel. What did you call it? Gospel. That, that particular song is gospel delic. Yeah. Gospel delic. Uh, you know what it brought me to? I'm from Chicago, and I am familiar with the Church of God in Christ drum right there. <laughs> and I attempted to do that style. Me too. I grew up in Church of God in Christ too. I did a song I, 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 with the help of um, shout out Ox, Lennox, and uh, Meej. But I did this track called, I produced this track called Watch 1965. And I was attempting to do that church drum. But when I think of it, do you ever think of ska? I always think of yes. ska. Yes. Yeah, yep, Scott, yep. Anything on the upbeat. Mm -hmm. when, when, when the snare's on the upbeat, you I, I automatically start either thinking about ska, punk. With ska and punk are, are, are just basically same. The same thing, um, um, and then just um, and double time, and just anything, and just anything double time. Yeah, um, high life, high life music too. I love it. I love it. It definitely is reminiscent of the old school dancing in the aisles of the church, clapping with the tambourine. Yes, right? and uh, so. You know, that's why they call it upbeat. Yeah, and you know, yeah. uh, I didn't know that the four four beat was actually a military. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why it's strong. Never knew that. Yeah, that, that explains so much. So when I hear the upbeat, and you call it gospel, it that's why it uplifts the heart because it's yeah. a spiritual thing. Right, it's on the up. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I did a thing on like the history of black, so-called 
Black American music, which they have now called classic American music. Are you familiar with that term? Yes. Classic American. They call black folk music, y'all, classic American music. But um, uh, why? Why? Good question. Because we Americans. That's why. No, they call, they give that credit to Amerigo Vespucci, right? Of the name, actual name, America. But I've also been taught that it's called it was called Amexum. Have you heard that before? Yes. Amexum. This land, y'all, aside yes. from the thirteen colonies, or including I'm not North, sure. Northwest Amexum. Yeah, that's the term I've, I've I'm familiar with. Some people have said Atlantis. And look, when we did a, a podcast, like maybe about three, four weeks ago, I had a brother on here named Copper One, and we were talking about. Um, he was the one that was saying the moon, when you look at the little pocket marks, reflect the the land masses out on Earth, right? And so he says that there's a a, a space on a they don't show on maps, but like there's this land mass like that's over near Af the so-called continent of Africa. Have you heard of that? Are you familiar with that science? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for those who don't know, yeah, man, they say it might be. Or do you think it's still a mass, or do you think it's sunk, and that may be the Atlantis? The, the, let's do it like this. If, can I share my screen again? I, I would be honored. Are you kidding me? Don't mind if I do. This is so much fun. This is fun for me. I'm having a great time. So, yeah, I love building guys and girls. When you're 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 in a space with a man and a woman, you're either supposed to you're supposed to build. You're supposed to build and 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 move with progression. That keeps arguments away. Share. Sure. Well, it's not here for me to click on yet. Oh hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Let me share with my my, my peoples. Gospodelic. Right. It's not by chance that we're building on this today. Well, yeah. that thing didn't come on. Let me see. Here we go. Bam. I was just learning about some of this. I was relearning. So let's go to chapter 47. Chapter 47 tells the whole thing right here. What? And so, this is some science right here. Look what it says, Egypt, the capital empire of the dominion of Africa. And it's not talking about Egypt overseas. It's not talking about that. Because look at it, the not the continent of Africa, the dominion of Africa. See, look, the, the inhabitants of Africa are the descendants of the ancient Canaanites from the land of Canaan. Stop. Incredible. How come all of our Pan-African, how come nobody talks about the land of Canaan? Mm. Old man Cush and his family are the first inhabitants of Africa who came from the land of Canaan. His father, his father Ham, and his family were second. So, Ham, Hamites come from the land of Canaan. 
Then came the word Ethiopia, which means the demarcation line of the dominion of Amexan, the first true and divine name of Africa. See that? Mm -hmm. So, the true name is Amexan. The dividing, see that? The dividing of the land. Mm -hmm. The land was being divided between the father and the son. This, this is eons of history yes. that we're talking about right here. Now, what I did learn about Kush audience is that before there was the Egypt, you know, that we know of in that area, the Kushites were doing all those pyramids and all that style first, which is in like northern eastern Africa. And then it moved toward Kemet, eventually the culture I'm talking about. Kemet. That was before the Egypt that we know of today, y'all. This is before all of that, right? Mm -hmm. This is what we're reading right here. The dominion of Kush, and when they say so, northeast and southeast Africa, meaning the whole world, and northwest and southwest, because these these um, so northeast because there is no there is no southwest and northwest Africa. I mean, excuse me, there is no southeast Africa or no northeast Africa. It's, it's, it, it all shrinks down to a cone to okay. to one point. All right. But if you take into consideration the northwestern no, northwestern hemisphere, the southwestern hemisphere, the northeastern hemisphere, and the southeastern hemisphere of the planet, that part, because because Africa was the whole world before the Berlin Conference. Ancient maps described it like that. Let me see if I can find an ancient map to show on the screen. Ancient maps used to definitely show it like that. What they were calling the continent of Africa, they were calling it other names. Like they, they used to call the whole continent of Africa Ethiopia. Yeah. And Akibalan. And, and, oh, yeah. And the, and the Sudan and things like that. So here you go. In many later years, their brothers from Asia and Holy Lands joined them. Here we go. The Moabites from the land of Moab who received permissions from the pharaohs of Egypt to settle and inhabit Northwest Africa. They were the founders and are the true possessors of the present Moroccan empire. With their Canaanite and Hittite and Amorite brethren and sojourned from the land of Canaan seeking new homes. Their dominion and habitation extended from Northeast and Southwest Africa, across the great Atlantis, even unto the present Southwest, North, South, Central America, and also Mexico and the Atlantis Islands before, see that key word, before the great earthquake, which caused the great Atlantic Ocean. Wow. So when Atlantis sank, that's when the Atlantic Ocean popped up. Popped up. So which, that. which separated Africa that we know today from America and Europe that we know today from America. And Brazil and South America. All, all of that. That that let me see if I can find a map. Pangea, they call it, right? 
That's how the old map used to look. Let me see if I can put that on the screen. Let me take this off right quick, just real quick. Let me show something real quick. Is this what you're talking about, brother? Right here? Yes. Let me go back. Y'all see that? See how Africa used to be connected to to, to South America and North America? In Europe? Australia, too. That would make sense. It always looked like a map. Like, I mean, like a broken puzzle. See if I can see this bigger. All right. Right. And so here you go. So see how North Africa back then used to be all connected to North America? Y'all see that? It's probably too small, but yeah. If you go to if you go to the New Jersey State Museum, they have they talk about the history of how Morocco, this this rock formation that's in Morocco is mm -hmm. in is in New Jersey in this whole East Coast, this whole Eastern area, because of before the Great Flood. Wow. I wonder what made the earthquake happen. Um, experiments going wrong and, and low vibration, like our people are doing right now. Mm. I'm feeling like that era is trying to go away if if uh outside influences would just stop you see that even that black china sister taking that stuff out her face you know and her butt i'm hoping that a lot of a lot of sisters wake up out of that hypnotism and realize that that's not necessary we all do what we do i'm not trying to judge any of that too deep i'm talking about the health aspects just the whole culture that was pushed by love and flip-flop i mean hip-hop and uh you know yeah. So I want that, that to go away so we can build on these levels that we need to for our survival. All right. So here you go. Boom, bam. Let me move that. Let's, let's do some more history. Bonapoc Stellex. All right. Google that. B-O-N-A-M-P-A-K. Murals. B O N. I'm sorry, I missed it. A K. B O N A M P A K. Bonham Park. Okay. These are what you call the Amuru Khan, aka Americans. These are ancient. These are ancient Canaanites. These are Am Amuru Khans. As they call themselves. Hold on, let me see. Let me put it on the screen. And tell me if this is the right thing. Bam. Bonham Park. Puerto Morales. That's oh. us. These, these are the original Mexicans. Yeah. They call themselves. These are the original. How about this? These are the original Americans. Americans. This is what the brother Copper One was showing us, y'all. Remember about a three weeks, a month ago? 
Look at this. See, see they got turbans on the head. He's with a priest. Okay. They make it hard to make them bigger on here. But yeah, y'all, y'all can type it in. B-O-N-E-A-M-P-A-K. The Bonham Pack. This is all through South America, which, which you're going to find in North America and Central America. You're just going to keep running into us. So that's why when, when they start showing pictures of America and those old maps and stuff like that, who represented America? Who was the face of America? Us. From Isn't day it? one. From day one. So how were them folk able to come on over here and, and state some other stuff. What up, Ship OG Patrice? Shout out. What up, Kanisha? I never said shout out to my girl, Kanisha. How many people we got in the, in the room now? People dip in and out. It says three. Okay. But again, when we reboot it, it'll pop out a lot more. OG Patrice, you've been watching? Did you have some content, uh, something you wanted to add on to that, OG Patrice? Have you heard this information before? It's becoming more common knowledge. You know, remember back in middle school, people used to make fun of people that used to be like, I'm Indian. And we'd be like, you ain't no Indian. You was a knuckle. Remember that? Yeah. But really and truly, we really we really are. You know, or that's a misnomer, of course. Oh, speaking of which. So if, can I share my screen? Absolutely. smurfly So. Oops. Let's go back to that. Um. Here we go. Hold on. Okay, Patrice. OG Patrice. Bam. Let's go back to this part right here. Let's go back to the whole Christopher Columbus, Isabella. King Azagal, the Moors, and the Indians. Isn't that a, isn't that an interesting combination of group of people? Yes. When you're, when you're talking about the Americas. Yes. So okay, so then the Dutch came and everybody was kind of okay, but then when the British came, it all flip flopped. Okay, here you go. Who sold us out to the British? Us, because we were the Brits. You mean the Brits that they brought over here was? Yeah, see all of that history. What? Yeah, so I'm giving, so you gotta take, that's why I'm starting with this. Because this right here, Buses up so much. Okay, here we go. Yep, this is the timeline. There we go. Right here. Pay attention to this little this little trail of history right here. And and anybody that's watching, just write this stuff down. Hold on. This is incredible, y'all. This is like mind-boggling. Have you heard of this brother named Dan Calloway? Yes. Okay. 
See, the, the only problem I have with Dane, he keeps saying that the Moors have nothing to do with the Americans. Why does he say that? When there's documents. Uh, like, he's supposed to be a master read. He's too, he's too intelligent not to know this. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. But again, from what I even studied, they claim they try to lighten up on the Moorish family and say that it was a trade agreement only. And that, uh, but what does that have to do with the bloodline? They don't have yeah. that. But, but here's the thing what, you, what you're reading is first hand information account that even the Indians themselves said that, the, that they are the Moors had control of the Americas. All right, here we're back. This is the part. So this is where we left off at. Max civilized, uh, civilized recorded history contradicts itself on evidence recorded on the subject of Columbus. In order to delete the name of Khalifa Abdul Izagar as the discoverer of the Americas and can prove it by, by the treaty signed with the Indians, see that, of the Americas, Spain, after the purchase of the nation from Isagor, after the return of, from, um, from Columbus, from the uh, Caribbean, Queen Isabella filed the, the, what is this, the, the TDM? Yes. With the International Court in Hague on February 18, 1493. The revising and the ridding the earth of the of a union meridian. If it was recorded, it is recorded that Spain or the territories that make up what is now called Spain had to delete the original discovery of the Americas by Spain and a new discovery entered. Who was the original individual that discovered the Americas prior to Queen Isabella? Keep in mind. Keep in mind, recorded facts cannot be disputed. Spain or Spanish people do not drive, did not drive the Moors out of their alleged country as stated by Anwar Sinji in his book, The Arabic Language. Its roles in history, page 81, as he puts it, after the fall of Granada in 1492, it was a territory purchased between the two royal families. Caliph Abdul Izagar and Queen Isabella I for $17 million in the, in the year 1491. A legal procedure had no different, no different than the Treaty of Louisiana and Florida, which were the which were land purchases only. See? Wow. This is the real history. It wasn't a hostile takeover. No, it was a land, it was a land sale. Wow, seventeen million dollars, y'all! And look at the dates. When did when, when did Christopher Columbus come? Fourteen ninety-two. Oh, under who? Uh, Queen who Isabella. By, uh, Isabella and Ferdinand, her husband, mm -hmm. king of Portugal. Mm -hmm. So, and everybody knows that 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 Columbus had Moorish sailors on the boat with him. Well, he had to. They didn't know how to sell. They didn't know how to sell. So that meant because they were already selling back and forth to the Americas. Period. They were master maritimer. Maritime. <laughs> this is you, you're proving it. We're proving it right here because 
how did King Azagal and and them have, get their treaty signed with it? Because they were already traveling over here with other with the Moors over here. See? Okay. Hey, quick question. So, do you think like building on these type of sciences and and people in the in the music industry knowing? Do you think that has hindered you guys from like getting those mainstream awards, or you think that doesn't matter? No, nah, that don't matter. You, you know who's running that and all that. Yeah, that's that's just a whole other that's just a whole other club of people that you got to you know. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm just so honored that you presenting this information on my show. This is like, thank you, brother. Thank you. That's dope. Oh, right, right here. Look at this question. Look at the fact. Queen Isabella I purchased Spain from Isagol, which included about 3,000 warships for $17 million. But we, but we, what we know, it didn't include the advanced weapons of the Moors. See that? Because mm -hmm. England defeated Spain with only 35 ships. Come on now. Spain had 86 ships that could ram each English ship and sink it without firing a shot. How did Spain lose? Each English ship would have had to carry enough warfare to sink 86 ships apiece. Not even the ships today can carry that much buckshot. Wow. That's right. There had to be a prior agreement that made it look like Spain lost the that made it look like Spain lost the confrontation. Why? If you study the Indian Manifesto, which had only eight articles and there were over a hundred articles, Spain could not meet the financial burden of these treaties with the Indians. See that? And neither could all the rest of the new civilized nations. The Moors did. Wow. I can locate to this day over 200 Pueblos that used to exist in Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, that Spain had maintained a population and an army for each Pueblo, and that was protected by from any aggression from a foreign power, plus the article, eight articles in the Manifesto and more. But Spain was not the only nation that had the treaties with the Indians of the Americas. Norway, Holland, Denmark, Austria, just to name a few, had secular treaties. They were taken over by France and England because of long-established treaties. Mm. Before the Moorish conquest, Spain, France, and England were part of the old Roman Empire with Roman descendants ruling these countries. See how we just showed you Carlos Cinco and them, right? Mm -hmm. they were, they, they, they were, they, these were monarchs in, 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 in Europe, but they came over to the Americas and they became kings. Inca kings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Like, this is true stuff, y'all. I've, I've studied other books, like even so-called mainstream books that talk about this uh, this era, this time in history. That's why learning history is important. That's why they're trying to get rid of us teaching and learning history in school. They don't really teach school. Uh, I mean, they don't teach this era of history. They don't consider this American history. American history starts really uh, like 1619 or 1776, and then they tell all about the wars. That's what social studies means in uh, public school. Yeah, that's what like, like people like are not understanding. Like when you say more, you're talking about a global name. 
Moors weren't just relegated to like to Spain or Morocco. No, it was Moors in America. It was Moors in 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 in, in Asia. It's Moors in. But why are the indigenous people? Their name was Maury. Exactly. <laughs> Let's start there. What does what does don't Maury and more? Oh, it has something to do with America, aka Tom Mary. Period. America is the first Egypt. If you want to keep it real. Period. Like right I've, here. I've heard that before as well. Look! Look what they saying. The, the Moors were a world power. The Moorish Empire was the whole world over. Look what they say right here. This power, much like the empire of the Israelites who set aside the Hebrews to do this business, this power was the Vatican of Rome who could no longer be in the religious business because who? The Moors had already had their corporate state of religion, which was Islam. See? From, from this and what they call Judaism. See, we can't say, see, Moors and Arabs are two different things. That's another thing. Yes. Let's read. Moors had already their corporate state of religion. From this, the same secular treaties of the Vatican treaties in which the Vatican became the third party to, see, to these, they became the third party to these Moorish treaties. They second in line. That goes back to what, what Abraham Lincoln was talking about, the found the, the union. If the first brick ain't right, then the second and third brick or the third parties, all of them ain't right. Period. So how do we get this back? <laughs> Noble Drew Ali brought it all back. Let me show you. But people in these times, they don't seem like they, uh, you know, they don't know how it connects to like how to apply it to today so we can move forward. Well, this is something that our people, when I'm about to show you, they're gonna have to consider this. And all of these energies vibrate into the music family. So that's why it's good to know the thought behind the thought. Thought It's called metacognition, when you know the reason behind the reason. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Tommy Coe Show featuring Brother Shafiq Hussein. So this is what Plus, this, this happened already. And this is what some of our people, they want to, they want to take this. That's right. So here we are, Illinois General, General Assembly. House Resolution 0689. Whereas the Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, Hamatites, and Canaanites, who were permitted by the old pharaohs of Kemet to transverse from East Africa and later form themselves kingdoms, extending from the northwestern to southwestern shores of Africa, the Atlantic Islands, and unto the present-day continental Americas. And whereas the indigenous Moorish peoples of the Americas are now united in order to again link themselves with the family of nations. And whereas the Moorish Americans being see, being the original, being original to the territories of the North, South, Central Americas have formed a sovereign theocratic government. It's already set up. 
guided by the commanded principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice through the virtue, through okay. virtue of the universal right to self-determination, as well with the declaration of rights of indigenous peoples guaranteed in the charter. Whereas on January 8, 1886, Noble Ali was born in the state of North Carolina, destined to become the first patri patriot of his mentally enslaved Moorish American people in 1912. He was anointed, here you go, as El Haj Sharif Abdul Ali by the leaders of Egypt in the holy city of Mecca to return to the United States as the last prophet and founder of the newly risen nation of Moorish Americans. As a result of the 13th Amendment, Moorish, um, Moorish people were emancipated from slavery in 1865, therefore, being resolved by the House of Representatives on the ninth, what is this, the 97th General Assembly of the state of Illinois that we designate the week of January 8th at 2012 as Moorish American Week. Why? Because that's, that's, this is, it takes 100 years to get recognition as a nation, independent nation. It's not by chance that they used Illinois either. No, Noble Jarley knew what he was doing. Is it true he was uh, it, it, the 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 the, perp, the cause of his death was questionable? They said he was juked Caesar style, beat up by the popo. Yes, something like that. And, and, and his own his own members, some of our own members in the temple, some dirty moors. Wow. wow. So, um, so you have this. Then you have our people need to know these things. House Resolution seventy five. And we have to stop being in denial, folks. We have to really learn who we are. Yeah, this stuff is on governmental websites. Ain't nobody hiding this stuff. Period. But if you don't know what to look up, you know what I mean? We got to teach people what to look up and things. Do you know the history of the net behind the name Chicago? OG Patrice is asking you a question, brother. Yes, absolutely. She... So when you talk about the, the, the she people, so the she people, AKA the Omex or the Amaru Khan, the she, which it became, is the same she that's in Washita, Chicago, Lake Michigan. Michigan is really the same thing as Michigan. Founded by Baptiste, some more. The, the original name for sh Chicago is, is Mecca Kyokia. Chicago's the original Mecca. Damn, that was even the nickname, y'all, for a long time of Chicago, Mecca. Because that was the uh, Queen Nitha, an uh, Egyptian um, Moabite. She was a queen. She went to war with six uh, pharaohs. Wow. Right there in Chicago. Chicago 
Illinois is called is considered is called the corn state. Yes, I've heard that because they grow a lot of corn, right? Yeah, but corn is only grown in the Americas. Yeah, that's true. It's the founding uh, grain. But how many times do you read about corn in the Bible? I couldn't tell you, <laughs> to be honest. Google. Let me see. Okay, yeah. what am I asking? What am I asking? How 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 what am how I asking? Times, how many times do you read about corn in the Bible? Read about corn in the Bible. Yeah. Genesis, Deuteronomy, Nehemiah. Hold on. Like 94 verses. Hold on. Oh, so when you read in the Bible, you read about ancient American history. Whoa. Did y'all see what he did with that? Did y'all see that? 94 verses about corn from 31 books. Corn and wine. They ate a lot of corn and wine, y'all. <laughs> and Genesis. Let's see. As Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Samuel. What? All right. So here's another one. Can you see my screen? Hold up. Let me go back. Let me take this off the screen and then we'll put yours back up there. Okay, there we go. Okay. Jean Baptiste Point DuSable, that's right. They even have a school called DuSable High School. I think work on your hair. Come on, Izzy, let's go. How do I work on my hair? I can go on. We can't hear you no more. No, I'm sorry. I was having to direct my son real quick. You know, it's for every episode he's he's involved. He's involved. I mean, thank you from the bottom of my my heart, sincerely, like truly. Uh, I love having these type of podcasts. We we do talk about music, but we definitely build on plus lessons on this channel. So, um, and you have music popping off. I know there was a thing, somebody stole your equipment. Yeah. So that means it's somebody you knew, right? Because nobody just pops in stealing equipment, right? That's how we was able to get it back. Why would, well, we know haters are gonna hate, but what? That's, 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 you just said it's just, you need to learn to love instead of hate. Incredible. It's really incredible that you got your, your work, your music back. I'm sorry that happened to you. 
But I'm glad you got it. They, they can try it again. We got the new alarm system in now. Maybe. Wait a minute. Did you press charges or? I mean, we made them an offer that they couldn't refuse. Okay, I'll leave it there. <laughs> wow. Oh, also, did you go to the Grammys this year? Is that what I was seeing? You didn't go? Okay. Were y'all nominated for something? No, Not that's nominated. the vision. That's the vision that's popping off. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we got a bunch of projects coming out this year. We got new Sarah music. I'm working. I'm producing uh, Peyton, signed to Stone's Throw. I'm the A&R over there. We're on her project. Um, I have my album coming out in June. Um, I have LSB. You went out. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was trying to help my son. Okay. So we have music coming out. Your equipment is popping. You got a baby. You got a new, well, not new, but newish little one. Yeah, she, she's a year, year and two months. Yeah. Cutest pie. If you ever want to check little baby out, it's on his Instagram. Uh, death in the family. Mom. Sorry about that. Been a lot of movements going on. Yeah. A lot of production go down during Corona, or did you kind of just kind of float and just try to stay healthy and that was it? No, it was a lot of music. Um, I was taking care of my mom. She, wow. I was here. That's how I wound up here. My studio wound up here. I was taking care of mom. Wow. Going back and forth between here. I live in Chino. My family lives in Chino Hills, but my mom houses in um, Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. That's my condolences to your mom. Uh, to you for your mom. I can't wait to see the development. Like the more, the older we get, you know, your your music has always been a more spiritual, more esoteric style of music. Now that you've had different shifts, you're older now. I want to see, I really can't wait to hear your lyrics, you know, see your perspectives of where you come from next. Right. And I, you know what? I'm going to put my hat in the ring and I'm going to try to go in and get a track from a brother if we're not busy sometime this year as well. I don't know if you've heard any of my music. I've done some music with my husband. I I did an album called Val. I've done a few albums underground. I, I, I listen. And I've had a, you know, I took a long hiatus just to rear children, you know, and go back to school. And, you know, you got to do that, you know. Mama first. <laughs> Mama and wife. And wife, yeah. Shout out volume 10. <laughs> have you ever met him? Have you ever met Tino? I can't say that I have. Okay, yeah. This most recent. No, I, I met him in, in Lamar Park informally um, with Shaheed. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Shaheed. That's like the brother from another mother right there. Yeah. And one of the best barbers in Los Angeles. Let me put yeah, it. We were together like like maybe a quick, like maybe like five, ten minutes one day. I remember oh. that. Okay. 
at the world famous barbershop on Crenshaw. Yeah. That's dope. Shout out Shaheed. Shout out Trend. Another legend. Another legendary group, Funky Trend, out of the good life. Right. So, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, good brother. Thank you for having me. And uh, I, I can't wait to review this uh, this interview. This is chock full of information. Uh, we tend to have a very large population of people from Russia, India, Germany, Egypt right now that listen to this show. So them hearing this information, it'll be good, interesting to get some feedback. Shout out India, Egypt, Germany, and Russia. Y'all give me some shout out. Some, give me some info. Give, some, give me some feedback. Also, for some strange reason, Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm echoing. Okay, let me close up some of this stuff I have open. Maybe that'll help. Okay, Patrice, you still hear echo? Hold up. Okay, no echo still. Is it still an echo? Brother Shafiq, do you hear echo? Can you hear me? Okay, no echo. All right. So we're going to conclude on this. Uh, I do hear that echo. I don't know why that's happening. Okay. Thank you, good brother. Um, please look out for Shahik, Shafiq Hussein's music. Do you do you have a podcast or do you have an outlet to build? Because you're a very great teacher. You're a very good teacher. Um, I'm, a I'm a teacher in the Morris Science Temple of America. In Los Angeles. And yeah. So people can come study with you over at the temple. Yep. All right. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, thank you to everyone you've ever worked with. And but I do need to. I need to do a podcast, though. I do. I think you should. I definitely would tune in. I like building on information like this. This is really powerful, you know. And it's all in the presentation. A lot of people think they can present. But they really, you know, everybody's not born to teach. Let's put it like that. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you. All right. This is Shafiq Hussein. And, you know, I'm going to upload and download. At some point, I'm going to edit this and put some, put it here and there. <laughs> Thank you so much for your uh, energy, your lessons. You're such a monumental and very important part of Los Angeles music. Bigger than Los Angeles. I mean, the Bronx is in there too. I hear, I hear Cleveland too. But I'm just saying, uh, your consciousness is is so important. And thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Much love. God bless everybody. Peace and love. Peace. Oh, thank you, OG Patrice. Says great interview. Peace, Patrice. Thank you. All right, y'all. This is the Tommy Cole Show. Listen out for the. For this interview, Shafiq Hussein. Peace. Thank you guys for tuning in. As you always look at this hair getting frizzier by the moment. Oh my God. It is what it is though. But anyways, thank you all for listening. And we're going to get out on that note. Tune in and check it out. Uh, expect to hear this interview on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon podcast, YouTube podcast, iHeartRadio, and everywhere there are podcasts look out for the Tommy Coast show. You can also check this out on Facebook. And if you like to go play on Twitch, 
Tommy Coast Show is also on Twitch and YouTube, of course. They might try to block this because I did play music. I don't know if they're going to give me the all rights reserved uh, copyright approval, but if you caught it live, you caught it live. And if not, you'll catch it. Uh, you can listen to it. And as I always tell people, when they be like, man, it's so long. Your interviews be long. You're supposed to lay down, chill, listen to it like you listen to the radio, uh, play it in your car. You know, when you're cleaning up, play it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just a part of like radio life. Like a lot of us grew up listening to the radio. That's how I connect this podcast. I'm so thankful in this 50th anniversary of hip hop that I've had the opportunity to interview some of the most prolific and profound creative artists of our time. I'm so thankful that they're, you know, willing to come on my podcast. That's really cool. And I'm very humbled. All right, y'all. Much love and respect. Do y'all have any questions out there? If not, I'm going to get out of here and go spend time with these little young people who've been so patiently waiting for me to get off of my, my show today. All right, y'all. Be safe out there. Peace.